Welcome in, everybody. 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. It's time for the Broncos Blitz on October the 17th, 2016. I'm Jake Marsing coming to you live from the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center, where in just seven days, these Denver Broncos will get set to take on the Houston Texans. We will have plenty of time to break down that game, Ryan Green and myself. Ryan out once again today. He will be back with us tomorrow when the Broncos return to work here, and then they'll be off on Wednesday, And so, we'll, but we'll have one for you on Wednesday anyway. But Ryan off today, Jake Marsing here riding along with you, uh, updating you on everything that there is to update uh, about what happened out here on this Monday at the UC Health Training Center. Of course, the big story is the return of Broncos head coach Gary Kubiak. I'm not going to lie, it was pretty nice pulling into the facility today, seeing that big white Ford truck sitting in the parking lot, uh, seeing the, the flat top out there on the field, all sorts of good vibes coming out of the UC Health Training Center today, getting the coach back. And Gary and uh, Gary did talk for a little while about you know what it meant to, to be out here again, what it was like be able to go through this process and also talked about some of the things that he has to improve to make sure that the issue that he had, which, you know, being diagnosed with a complex migraine condition and going through uh, really a week of rests and tests and all sorts of things, doesn't happen again. The thing that he highlighted that I thought was interesting was sleep. Uh, Broncos coaches and really all NFL coaches do not get hardly any, if certainly not enough, sleep. And that was something that his doctors pointed out to him, Gary Kubiak said, is one thing that I really, uh, that they really thought would be important for his recovery moving forward. I feel good. I feel really good. Um, got too much rest, unfortunately. I didn't want it, but I got it. But uh, I feel very good. Um, I spent some uh, time going through some things with some doctors and stuff that I'm very encouraged. Made me feel really good. Uh, all my tests come back great. So, uh, like I said, it's good to be back to work. And really, really missed a few days, you know, there. It was really, really tough to watch, you know, and be away from it. So I'm glad to be back. Do you have to change anything, Huh? Do you have to change anything? Are you good medicine? No, uh, I uh, kind of, the doctors that are here, the doctors in Houston, have got together and talked to some things and, and doing some things. The biggest thing for me is really helped me sleep a little better. So that's about all I can tell you. I'm sure you guys don't sleep real well neither, uh, but uh, that's it. And so I, I met with him, spent some quality time with him late last week, uh, and really didn't do much this weekend except coming here a little bit and get get my mind back going again. So I feel very comfortable with where, where I'm heading and how I'm feeling. Are you confident it's not related to the mini stroke you suffered? You know, like I said, they're, they, they've gotten together and they've talked. You know, I, I would tell you guys just, it was different for me. Okay. They were different to me. Uh, but they've obviously had some conversations trying to, you know, discuss what happened both times. So, uh, but to me, they were different. And uh, like I said, but uh, I felt very good. Gary, when we sort of last heard, they were looking for maybe what triggered it. Did they discover any of that? Or no, I, that's a great thing. Yeah, you know, as uh, all my tests come back great. You know, uh, keep talking to me about how I sleep and some sleep patterns I have. That's probably the biggest thing. You know, so I'm trying. Trying to work through that and improve that, you know. So, did you have to do a sleep test or anything? Like uh, I've done a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gary Kubiak also spent a lot of time today talking about 
how he felt Jody Camillus and the coaching staff had stepped up, what job the team had done, and also a lot of the issues that this Broncos team has. You know, he said that they did not start well against the San Diego Chargers or the Atlanta Falcons, and that that's put them in a tough spot. Talked about Trevor Simeon and the, and the issues that he's had with his shoulder. Talked about all sorts of different things that the Broncos are going through right now to try and figure out what the identity of this football team is and where things sit for them. I think there are a lot of different areas that the Broncos can correct and that I think they will correct moving forward. At least that's the goal for Kubiak and the coaching staff. we got to play better. I mean, we're, uh, uh, I would say the last, you know, I told the players today, the last two games for us looked a lot alike, unfortunately. Uh, very slow starting football games. We corrected ourselves defensively, played well in the second half. Uh, offensively, we've been really struggling, uh, struggling up front, having a bunch of penalties. So, you know, we got to play better. And, uh, you know, that's that's the NFL. For four weeks, we had it going on, and for the last two, we, we don't. And so we got to get back to work, and that's our focus today. We're honest with our mistakes and what we're doing and understanding that we're going to have to play a lot better. we got a lot of time on our hands right now, so we got to get some good work in here and get ready to go next Monday. How much time do you spend looking back at what happened in the last two years versus well, you always want to hang on to the good. You know, there's a lot of good, a lot of good going on. Um, you know, we're at the top of our division, we're four and two, but you got to be honest in how you're playing. You know, uh, so you know, we're trying to hang on to those things. Uh, we've had some things happen with our team, where we've made some adjustments that we got to take a hard look at. You know, where we're going next. You know, from that standpoint, uh, and we're doing that right now. But um, you know, bottom line, you have 12 penalties, two turnovers. You're not going to win in this league. So you can slice it any way you want to, but. Uh, you know, like I said, the thing that concerned me a little bit, and I could tell the team, I think both games looked a little bit alike. So it's not like us to, you know, we don't want to play from behind. Nobody does in this league. We can't get off to slow starts, and, and we have been doing that. But defensively, I think four out of six games, we've given up a touchdown, opening drive. So there's a lot of things going on that we're addressing right now and, and uh, have to do different, differently to get corrected. I think the biggest piece of all this that the Broncos have to correct is the ability of their linebackers to protect against tight ends and running backs out of the backfield and to cover those guys. That has been an issue in both of the Broncos' losses this season. And going forward, it'll continue to be an issue. The Texans have a great running back in Lamar Miller. Not necessarily a burner out of the backfield, but a guy who can certainly gash you up the middle. They don't have great tight end play, but they can get a little bit out of their tight end when they need to. But there are a lot of teams in the NFL that, that, that really are designed to take advantage of what is now a perceived weakness on this Broncos roster. Most notably... The New England Patriots, who with Tom Brady now appear to be back at full speed, and they utilize a two-tight end attack that really is going to give the Broncos fits, assuming both of those tight ends are healthy when the Patriots come to town in Week 15. But for now, here kind of as we approach the, the midway point here in the NFL season, the Broncos really do seem to be finding an identity as a team uh, that isn't quite the team that they were last season. I think it's fair to say at this point that this Broncos team is very good, that they're very capable, but they're not exactly the juggernaut of a football team that they were a year ago, especially on the defensive end. They're not getting the kind of critical turnovers 
that they've had over in the in the past few seasons. And you ask guys about that, you ask guys about what that means and why that's happening, and they'll give you a lot of answers. Sylvester Williams gave a pretty interesting answer today. Yeah, but like I said, we got him off the field on third down, no matter how short it was. Obviously, you know what I'm saying, he was able to, to uh, generate a little bit of offense, but if you look at the overall game, we still came out pretty solid on defense and and um, obviously, we know we're gonna will improve. We're gonna get better, and we're gonna obviously stop teams on the first drive uh, going into the game. So overall, I think the big thing that the Broncos have to focus on is trying to find that identity on defense, stick to that identity, and start faster. Just like Sylvester Williams said today, they have a lot of problems on this football team. It is far from a perfect football team, but I think that defensively they're set up in a really nice position. Offensively, things are a little a, a little tricky. Uh, they've got to find ways to move the football and to get into better situations on early downs. They found themselves in really bad spots early in downs and early in series, first and 11, first and 12, and then all of a sudden you're playing back on your heels. They have to get away from that, and the way that they do it is to run the football. That is so critically important to the success of Gary Kubiak's offense. And when that isn't available to him, the rest of the offense really shuts down because so much of what the Broncos do is dependent on an ability to create isolation plays, to to create misdirection and get guys open essentially through bells and whistles and trickery. And when that isn't working, when the running game isn't working to set up that play action, to set up the bootleg, to set up all those different things so that you can get those defenders to bite, and even in some places get safeties to start creeping up so you can go over the top of them, when those things aren't happening, then this Broncos offense is bad. It's In fact, it's worse than bad. It's, it's really, really bad. And in the last two weeks, I think the biggest problem the Broncos have had offensively is an inability to run the football. So that starts, I think, on the right side of the line right now. Donald Stevenson not playing particularly well. I did not play well in his return game. He'll be back at right tackle this uh, a week from today on Monday Night Football, I presume, against the Texans. On the left side, Russell Okun uh, was left the, uh, the San Diego game on a... Uh, Went to the hospital, uh, was diagnosed with a concussion, is in concussion protocol, did not practice today. Some other guys who did not practice today as well. Cody Latimer uh, Cody Latimer did not practice today. Matt Paradis got a rest day. few guys who weren't out there. One guy that wasn't out there, who has been out there, who uh, won't be out there ever again, most likely, is uh, Darian Weems. And that really surprised me. The Broncos waving Darian Weems and instead deciding to bring on uh, Billy Turner, a guard. Really, he's a guard. He's had asked to play tackle this season, but he's really a guard. Uh, the Miami Dolphins drafted him in the third round in 2014, uh, started 14 games for them, graduate of North Dakota State University, pretty good high upside player with a, a lot of potential, but he's certainly a project, and he showed that when the Dolphins asked him to play tackle because of an injury to Brandon Albert, and he played five games and allowed five sacks. Uh, that That's certainly not what you want to see, so the Dolphins cut him. He got picked up by the Baltimore Ravens. Didn't work out in Baltimore that last week because it was a nu- kind of a number situation from what I'm being told. They just couldn't find the right room for him. And so he winds up on waivers, and really one of the last teams that could have claimed him off waivers, the Denver Broncos, do claim him off waivers, and he will arrive in Denver 
tomorrow. I was asked what Billy Turner's role will be here on this team. I'm not entirely sure. I think a lot of that is dependent on what Russell Okung is able to do uh, in the concussion protocol. If he's able to go, uh, then he'll he'll likely... If Okung is able to play, which I, I, I doubt will happen, then Turner probably will be inactive for this game. If Okung is not able to play, and maybe you kick Ty Sambrilo or Michael Schofield out to left tackle and you try and and hope that you leaving Stevenson on the right side with uh, Stevenson on the right side with Schofield at, at guard works out for them with Sam Brilo at left tackle, which was a position that Sam Brilo played in college. If that scenario plays out, then I could pretty easily see Billy Turner uh, being active for the Broncos this week and being potentially a, a swing backup offensive lineman. That's really the, the best scenario for him. I don't see him starting. Gary Kubiak today talked a little bit about Billy Turner, about what they know on him, and about the move that they made today. Um, we acquired him. Uh, I don't know much about him other than the fact I know uh, we've got some high grades on him and stuff. So, uh, But, you know, up front, you know, we've had some things going on. You know, we started to tackle a couple weeks. we got Stevenson back. But, you know, we've lost some continuity in what we're doing. You know, we start the season playing really well up front. And... Uh, I would say even into week three, you know, going to Cincinnati, you know, and uh, Ty's first start. But uh, we got to get back on track here and, and got to stay away from negative football plays and, and got to give our quarterback a chance to operate, you know, those type of things. So, but we got to all play better. It's, it's everything. So, overall, lots happening here at the UC Health Training Center. We will continue to follow it throughout the week, uh, really throughout. Uh, really 24 7. I'll be out here every day. Ryan Green will be out here tomorrow. We'll have you covered across the board at 5280 Sports Network and 5280sportsnetwork.com. We will be back here tomorrow with another brand new edition of the Broncos Blitz, and then we'll have another one for you on Wednesday as well. And the Broncos will work here tomorrow. They'll be they'll take Wednesday off. They'll be back on Thursday. So follow me on Twitter, at Jake D. Marsing. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at 5280sportsnet. My partner, Ryan Green, is rgreen5280 on Twitter. Give him a follow as well. We will all be out here giving you all the news and uh, notes you need on your Denver Broncos as they get ready to play Brock Osweiler and the Houston Texans. We didn't talk much about that game today. We'll talk about it a ton going forward, but I'll just tell you this. I was in the locker room today. That defense is going to be up for this game. I guarantee you that. So for now and for everybody at 5280sportsnetwork.com, I'm Jake Marsing. We'll talk to you next. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Don't do anything I wouldn't do.